This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Hey all you Swifties out there and welcome to episode 139 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Maya. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. Diane. Hi. Who was that last one? Oh, Steve. Steve is back. Did you know that? Who's Steve? <laughs> you mean you don't know who Steve is? Who's Steve? I don't know who this guy is on the show. World traveler. Busy, busy man. Busy Steve. When's the last episode you've been on, Steve? When I was in Nashville. Which was? Like three episodes ago. ago. Steve, three episodes is three weeks. That's nearly a month. That actually is a month of recording. It was still the same month. It's still June. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, Steve. Thank you. Glad to be back. You don't sound it. No, I don't at all. <laughs> Do you want me to add some more enthusiasm to it? Is that what this is all about? Yeah, Steve, I'm looking for you to be excited. Excited to be here talking about Taylor Swift. We're having a great conversation later about one of her songs. It's going to be a lovely time, Steve. It is, really. Yeah. But before we get to that point... <laughs> Sammy's got a few news items she uh, is going to share with us. We have to repurpose Sammy because there's no more Red Tour updates. I have no use. (laughs) We have to give her purpose again. I'm like a lost puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Food Network Magazine finally released the story of Taylor cooking with the Barefoot Contessa. The pair cooked mustard roasted fish, a pavlova cake, and even threw back some whiskey sours where Taylor said, Hey, Andrea, come over here. I'm day drinking. (laughs) Wait, did she call her mom Andrea? She did in that quote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They also bonded over being frustrated by people who don't like to eat. Taylor said, quote, I'll cook for these boys and they'll be like, I'm on a diet. And I'll be like, I can't hang out with you. Check out more of the story in Food Network magazine on newsstands June 24th. I can definitely, like, hear Taylor in my head. Uh, I can't hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <great. laughs> and I think it's funny that the conversation is usually reversed, and boys are like, why aren't you eating? And girls are like, oh, I'm on a diet. I'm just going to eat the salad. And they're Let like, me order a salad. Oh. <laughs> I'll have one bite of the cake. <laughs> the, whole, the whole day drinking thing's also kind of interesting. Because oh my god, I love the day drinking quote. It's great because that's like a huge hit song right now for Little Big Town. Yep, I didn't even know that was a term. You didn't know, You're, really? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it I don't know. That's because because Steve. Steve's a young man; he doesn't drink. So <laughs> Steve's still under twenty. I, I do on occasion, but day drinking's kind of not my thing. I don't like day drinking. It's no. I don't do it very much. Like I don't know. I just like. We should point out that I'm not going to comment on this conversation. <laughs> we are all of legal drinking age. I think it needs to be pointed out. We're all over 21. Yes, we are. Except for Steve, who doesn't know what day drinking is. What even? But Steve is over 21. Steve's the farthest over 21. Yes. <laughs> I like saying that because I'm second. Oh. Steve makes me feel young again. Well, see, that's why I'm glad I'm back to make you happy. You can tell the enthusiasm in my voice right now. It's great. <laughs> I'm <Steve>. wonderful. <laughs> Sammy, what uh, else is going on? Okay, I was waiting. Um, Taylor's name doesn't come up when talked about police reports often, unless it is in conjunction with yet one more person who decided to do to do something stupid. 
In Rhode Island, three people were charged with misdemeanor breach of peace after they threw beer bottles and shouted explicit, uh, explicitives, whatever, curse words, at the guards Sunday, last Sunday, outside Swift's beachfront home. Thank goodness Taylor wasn't at home at the time, but she is there now. Well, there's some day drinkers for you. Yes. <laughs> right. The guy's throwing beer bottles at Taylor's security. It could have been 3 a.m. We That's don't know. not a good idea. They're mean people. Well, they well, have why to Why do bad things keep happening at her Rhode Island house? Like, I don't understand. Uh, I'm there's... assuming it's the most accessible. But yeah, it's, on it's the not. It's on the freaking beach. Like, but one guy walk. tried to, like, swim in the ocean and climb the giant wall. And <laughs> Which was also very stupid, so... Stay away from her Rhode Island house. Actually, I feel like the the New York apartment would be the most accessible because there's no, like, gates or guards or anything. Except that it's up in a building. You can't get in there. Yeah, but I mean, you you can't walk into the building. I mean, other people live there. There's a lobby and a doorman and a... Have you been to Sammy? No, I haven't been there. I haven't been there. (laughs) Sammy's the one throwing beer bottles at her New York apartment. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Did I just embarrass you, Sammy? Yeah, because that never happened. Sorry. Well, Sammy, thank you for teaching us about day drinking and uh, throwing beer bottles at Taylor's homes. Important information <laughs> so, right here. Vital information for your everyday life. Thank you for understanding that, Adam. <laughs> no one else is going to get that reference, and now I'm sad. I hope somebody else gets is that reference. Is that from all that? It is from all that, yeah. Okay, I got it. Yay. <laughs> Diane's old, too. That was a good show. It's a great show. So, Diane, since you've been alive through most of history, can you tell us what else has been (laughs) happening in Taylor's world lately? Yes. Well, the Teen Choice Award nominations are out, and Taylor has picked up three nominations. Uh, They are for Teen Choice Female Artist, Choice Country Artist, and Choice Smile. You can vote for her every day at teenchoiceawards.com. The 2014 Teen Choice Awards will air on August 10th at 8, 7 central on Fox. Was it? Choice? Are we supposed to discuss that now? Is that why <laughs> you stopped? I don't know if it's choice artist or country artist or choice female country artist. They're just weird. I don't know. There's what do you get for this one? This isn't you the, the surfboard surf one. It is the surfboard. Is it? The is surf I thought that was one. the Nickelodeon one. No, this is Nickelodeon, Steve. No, it's not. This is on Teen, Fox. Wait, Teen yeah. Choice Awards? Is this a, a, Teen Choice Awards are on awards. Fox. You get the surfboard. Nickelodeon. Is Nickelodeon the, the, the blimp? Popcorn? Yeah, the Kid Choice Awards. You get the Oh, that's blimp. Kid's They're Choice Awards. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then the popcorn is the MTV. What about the Old People Choice Awards? That's what I want <laughs> to be a part the of. The Old People Choice Awards are the Teen Choice Awards and the Kid Choice Awards when you pretend right. you are like 7,000 years younger than when you. When you just accidentally put you just in accidentally the wrong You were born year. in like 2004. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that way you can be a teen again <laughs> and vote. All right. Um, also, the Grammy Museum in L.A. now has Taylor's all-too-well all performance dress for this year's ceremony on display. If you are able to check it out, please let us know. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it would be just... awesome to see. Um, and well, I think this is the biggest part of the news, Diane. You have to, like, have, like, flourish. With yeah, can part. you have some excitement? Like, don't be like Steve. You sound like <laughs> Steve right now. Sorry, I was about to say, last but not le- least, this is the most exciting part of <laughs> But saying it's news. exciting doesn't show excitement. Right. Oh my god, Taylor got a new cat. <laughs> 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 uh, 
that good? <laughs> that was that was good. Tell us about that cat. Well, her name is Olivia Benson, um, and she's named after a character by the same name on Law and Order SVU. Yep. Yep. Are you sure it's not an SUV? I actually. <laughs> she's another Scottish Tweeted fold, that. right? Yeah, yeah, she's another Scottish fold, and she's but she's white. all white. Yeah, she looks like a baby polar bear. <laughs> and Mariska Hargitay commented on Taylor's Instagram and said she wants to meet her. So, is so that's Wait, the girl I thought that plays she did, Olivia. Though. Yes. Okay. For everybody no, who doesn't like, know, Mariska Hargitay plays Olivia Benson on Law Law and Order SVU, and she wants to meet the kitten. Yes, on so Law and Order SUV, sport utility vehicle. <laughs> yes. Is it bad that when she like I didn't know what it would be when I clicked on the photo when it just said Olivia meet Olivia Benson and I thought she might be filming Law and Order SVU before I clicked on the photo and then I was like what I didn't know what it was because I'm not familiar with this Law and Order so I had no idea who Olivia Benson was I was also confused too because I thought oh is Taylor hanging out with someone else's cat and then I realized oh well if she named it after Law and Order it has to be Taylor's cat there was another tweet from a girl that she had been hanging out with an Australian model that, you know, was like, went to look at cats and adopted a cat. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe it's her cat. But then I was like, well, why would someone let Taylor just randomly name their cat? Like, obviously, <laughs> I would let Taylor name my cat. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I had that thought for a minute. And then I was like, no, it definitely has to be Taylor's new cat. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. How many more cats does Taylor need to get before she gets to be considered like a cat lady? I'm well, sure people are already going to publish. Taylor it, told no. Alexander Gold that two cats is a party and three cats is a cat lady. So there you oh. go. Taylor yeah. answered your question for you, Steve. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she's going to stick with two. Yeah, me too. How does Taylor have all these cats when she's touring? She puts them in a box and takes them. There, there's only two. <laughs> It's a very nice bag. Don't make Didn't it sound like yeah. That's humane. Taylor puts them in a box and ships them with her. They're, they're in the cargo bay with her stage. and well, like I'm The sure one day when Taylor was leaving her apartment with Meredith and she was staring down the paps and it was really <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, when, when she was in Miami for the Red Tour, she was carrying around the bag with Meredith in it. Are you sure it wasn't just like a, a storage box? It was definitely a very nice, very expensive cat carrying bag. I'm okay. sure it's nicer than the bed that I sleep on. So. <laughs> as long as Meredith is traveling in style. And now Olivia. And now Olivia. I wonder if they're going to get along. I Are... want to see a photo of them together. Taylor, get on this. Well. Meredith probably is not super into the kitten yet. As someone also who just got a kitten... I like coincidentally on the same day that Taylor did. I didn't do Good it on job, purpose. Maya. I swear. Um, uh huh. Mm-hmm. My my older cats are not into the baby yet. It takes a little while, so probably yeah, Meredith is still that, like not feeling it. And we all know that Meredith is the diva of the group, according to Ed Sheeran. So that yeah. probably won't happen for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably just sits there and stares at her, and Olivia's like, Rrr! and Meredith's like. I'm unimpressed and walks away with his tail in the air. You know, I'm very glad we're having this conversation right now. Did you know this was actually a requested conversation by a few listeners of the show? Really? It's necessary. It's a big deal. They said we should do a whole episode on the cats, but I think uh, just a discussion is okay. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know that I can talk about a whole discussion about cats. I actually I don't know, Sammy. You have like a whole discussion in your mind there. I do, though. (laughs) 
You're like, and then all of a sudden Olivia comes over and Emeritus like, and then Olivia like runs away and then it's great. Glad to be back, by the thank way. Thank you for the narration, Steve. So, and thank you, of course, to Diane and Sammy for providing us with some Taylor news, keeping us up to date on what's going on in the world of Swift. Moving on to our main topic today, we've got a song analysis for you guys. This was a special request that came from at Evan Holmquist on Twitter. He probably doesn't even remember <laughs> suggesting this because it was so long ago. But Evan suggested that we have a discussion on Invisible, and I'm really excited to have this discussion today for Evan because he's he's a regular listener of the show. And for those who are new here, you know, we release on a regular Monday schedule, and typically it's right around like Sunday night slash midnight, you know, Sunday night slash Monday morning midnight, on uh, Pacific time, Evan's on the East Coast three hours ahead, and he is still always one of the first people to listen. Aww. He is up, like, listening to this episode. So shout out Thanks, to Evan, Evan right now because I know you're listening. That's so. really sweet. What's this up, is going to be the one episode that he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to wait. Yeah, this will be, like, the one episode he'll, like, listen to tweet us, Wednesday. like, a week later and be like, hey, I just heard the episode as we're, like, on to next week's episode. Great. We'll, we'll accept no more requests at that point. <laughs> so Evan requested we have a chit chat about Taylor's song Invisible which is of course off the uh, 2008 reissue version it was a bonus track of on the uh, Taylor Swift album on her first album so what do you guys think about it right off the bat like let's just get going I like it I mean it's it's really pretty and it's also really sad yeah it was a song I used to listen to a lot back in like 2008-2009 when it came out and then I sort of just you know it moved down more and more on my Taylor playlist just because I kept adding newer songs and, you know, doing this, I was able to listen to it again and remember how much I really, really Sammy, were you able song. to play it again? <laughs> yeah. And I remembered it all too well. Oh, oh look at that. Wow. We got all sorts of uh, song puns going on here. <laughs> it's, it, it's what we do, Steve. No, I, I know you may not remember, but. Yeah, that's what you should have said. What did he say? I couldn't hear him. He said, Steve, say it again. This is how we roll. No, play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Uh-huh, yeah. This is how we roll. Um, okay, so let's get into uh, what the song's about. I mean, does anyone want to describe it? I want to describe it as You Belong With Me version 1.0. Yeah. yeah that's yes. Accurate. And it's, it's a little bit more of a depressing version of it. Right. A little bit. A and lot it's of also, it. it's kind of like a hybrid between um, Teardrops on My Guitar and You Belong With Me. Yep, I would go with that. A hybrid in what way? I don't necessarily see Teardrops. Because, I mean, Teardrops, she's talking about, you know, this guy that she's completely infatuated with, but he's dating another girl. And, you know, in You Belong With Me, he's dating another girl, but he's talking about how, you know, you belong with me, and this is kind of like the happy medium between, you know, that. Because it's yeah. the emotion from teardrops and the theme of You Belong With Me. Okay, so yes. you're saying in terms of story and lyrically, that's not where you're pulling teardrops from? Well, I mean, teardrops is kind of about that, too. Because, I mean, teardrops, she's, it's, you know, a guy that doesn't notice her as anything other than a friend, which basically is You Belong With Me and Invisible. And he's dating another girl who she doesn't particularly think is that good for him. Okay, then. I'm with Sammy on. No, seriously, I, I was thinking the same sort of stuff. I really think she's spot on. 
Okay. What? What? You you seem like you don't believe that, Adam. You you have a different take. Really, I'm only half paying attention to what Sammy said. <laughs> That's not. That's unusual. more than usual. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It's just, it just Adam's never stood right out one. to me. I, I never saw the teardrops uh, correlations there. Did you see the invisible and uh, you belong with me correlation though? You belong with me. I, I as I was reading through the lyrics, I you belong with me screamed at me. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, this is the same song but slow, mm-hmm. um, which is I why know. I like the other one better. <laughs> I mean, I would say the main thing with this song that's very very different is the guy in the song likes this girl who probably doesn't like him back so mm. it, so it's like three people who are not with the person that they like or they can't be you know it's like no, one no is i see that that's a song. huge difference because yeah. i mean it, yeah, it, it, it opens right from the get-go with she can't see the way your eyes will light up when you smile so immediately it's like one of those weird love triangles where yeah, she lo- guy is watching guy, girl, girl is in her own yeah. world, then other girl is watching the guy watch the girl. Yeah. Whoa. So no one is happy. Trippy. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like the real world to me. <laughs> it should be a reality show. This is probably where they got half the reality shows from, Taylor Swift lyrics. Probably. <laughs> but I do think the storyline's very characteristic of early Taylor it because is. it is... And this isn't meant to offend anyone who might be in this age group listening, but this is a very high school-like scenario. Yeah. Like, it's something you would see on, like, one of those TV shows where the actors are, are playing high schoolers and things of yeah. that And that's sort. not to say that it wasn't a, an important, you know, feeling for Taylor or for anyone who's ever felt this at that particular, you know, age of life. But it's definitely more of a characteristic of someone, of a you know, relationships that you would have when you're in middle school and high school than, you know, out in the real world. Right. Although it actually kind of reminds me of a a TV show I've been watching on Netflix. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen Baby Daddy? (laughs) Yeah. No. It's really funny if you haven't seen it. With uh, Melissa Peterman, right? Sorry? With Melissa Peterman? I don't know who that is. He doesn't know names. Never mind. No. (laughs) But there's a very similar scenario, actually, and it's with two brothers, where one of the brothers likes the girl, but the girl likes the other brother. Flip situation. So, does anyone have any favorite lyrics they'd like to pull out of the song? Mm. Apparently not. Hang on a second. Oh, maybe Steve's You you just threw this question on us, and now I'm like... Steve's like, wait a second, I didn't prepare Um, for the episode, I forgot how this works. (laughs) I've been gone for a month. I really like the first line of the chorus. I just want to show you she doesn't. She don't even know you. She's ever gonna love you like I want to. I think that's, that's my too. favorite. I'm jumping on Sammy's bandwagon. Yeah, so Sammy, can you embellish before any of the rest of us speak? Um, I I think it's very bold of Taylor or anyone in this kind of situation to be like, you know, she you like she's not going to love you and respect you the way that you deserve, but I will. Like I. I mean, even though she's obviously not saying it directly to him by saying it in the song, it's very bold of her to say that because most people in that situation would just kind of move over. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think aside from that, it shows confidence and persistence. It shows, you know, that whole anything worth having is worth fighting for type attitude where she's like, okay, I haven't gotten his attention, but I'm going to. I'm going to prove myself. 
Yes, no. Um, well, yes. I don't know if she's necessarily saying she's going to. She's saying she wants to. But there's no real, like, Taylor isn't really doing anything in this song. She's just watching. Yeah, that's she true. She wants to, but she's not mm-hmm. doing anything. So there's kind of like, you know, there's a very fine line between the two things. Well, and that might be where I kind of got confused on the song initially, because when I'm thinking about it being invisible, I kind of thought more that Taylor was the one that was invisible to the guy that she's, you know, after. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. not kind of how it's written. It's, it's actually kind of written that their relationship is invisible. Yeah. Well, Steve, let's talk about the word invisible, because I think it's a really powerful descriptive word, because obviously um, Hunter Hayes also has his song, Invisible, that just came out. and Not the same song, though. No, it's not. <laughs> not the same song, not the same theme, but right, it is exactly. the same word used, and it's, uh, it's just a very powerful descriptor. So mm-hmm. you think it's more to describe the relationship, not any of the individuals, because... I almost I I don't know if I interpret it as being the relationship, but the way I saw it was was more like she's invisible and he's invisible. It's sort of like all the people are invisible. Yeah, but then she also says we could be a beautiful miracle, unbelievable instead of just invisible, which would then go back to what Steve's saying about the relationship being invisible. So it's kind of coming at it from all three angles. But that could also be the people being invisible. So you're saying that, for instance, the girl that the guy is after, he is invisible to her and Taylor is invisible to the guy. Yeah, right. That's what you're saying. And that it's just, sense. in a sense, going that direction, it's describing an entire scenario of invisibility or an entire feeling of invisibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As okay. it applies to two different people. Mm-hmm. I could go either way on that. I could go with my original one or, you know, as the relationship is invisible or in the case of yours where you say the people. Ha <laughs> yeah, ha, I could go either way also. Yeah. And yeah. Sammy. <laughs> yes. I think it's open to interpretation. Yeah, I do too. Well, I wonder how Taylor meant it in that case. I kind of, I mean, based on, if we're going with one or the other, like, if you read through the lyrics, it's kind of like she's flipping back and forth. Because, like, the second verse, she goes, there's a fire inside of you that can't help but shine through, but she's never going to see the light no matter what you do. But then, it, but then she says later, we could be a beautiful miracle, unbelievable, instead of just invisible. So it, she's kind of going back and forth i i see that too but even in that line she could be we you know the we could be a beautiful miracle she's also could be talking about them as individuals and you know you know we as a couple could be a beautiful miracle and we as individuals could be a a beautiful miracle you know what i'm saying Hmm. Hmm. well you know Sammy, to sort of validate the individuals being invisible, what about the line, if you keep going, like shadows in the faded light, oh, we are invisible? Yeah, I mean, like I think I said, that, could... that makes me lean more towards the individuals. See, that doesn't make me lean more towards the individuals. It does for that, me. That line, I mean, that line to me also can be interpreted either way. Um, if we're talking about it in terms of as a couple, she's saying, we are together invisible or we are individuals invisible to each other 
But why would we as a couple, as a relationship, be invisible? That doesn't make any sense to me. I because mean, it, if they if if she were to succeed and make him see her, because she is invisible, and if he were to see her, they'd be in a relationship, they'd no longer she wouldn't be invisible anymore. Yes. So the with relationship, their relationship, it wouldn't be in, invisible either. Yes. You know, it's almost like a made up sort of thing. Yeah, and the relationship remains invisible unless the character of Taylor in this song does something about it. If she doesn't, as most, you know, 15, 16 year old girls won't do, then the relationship would remain invisible. It exists in her mind, not in real life, because it's invisible in real life. <laughs> but Steve, if. This is oh, so abstract. If. if <laughs> shoot, what's the no, quote? Like if the it's in our head. We have ever been on this show. Yeah, what, what, is, what is the quote? Just because it's in your head doesn't make it not real. Or, what? Dang it, it's doesn't a Dumbledore quote, and I can't get exist. it. Are you trying to bring those Harry Potter references on this show again? You always try to fit those stupid things in there, and I can never figure them out. <laughs> Steve, this one wasn't deliberate. You walked into it because you said a quote very similar to the book. Although, while we're on the topic, there's actually a You Belong With Me meme that I just saw recently that uses um, Harry Potter. Really? Yeah, it's and got Hermione? To, no, it, it's Harry's head on um, Taylor's body and and Voldemort's <laughs> head on on uh, the male character's body. And um, oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> and so I'm in fact I'm gonna tweet it from the Taylor Talk account. And now anybody listening that has seen it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I saw that the other day. <laughs> but the point being is that it, depending on who is reading the song and how you are reading the song. It can be about either situation. I don't think that there is one particular situation that it reflects. And I feel like when Taylor wrote it, she was writing it meaning, you know, all three options because she wrote about all three options. You know what I'm saying? So you think it's more that she's writing about the concept of invisibility and is presenting multiple scenarios. Yeah to represent in this in this situation because i mean if you wanted to leave it at you know a you belong with me situation where it's one girl who sees this or tied to or tear just my guitar who sees this guy who's dating this girl who treats him horribly and she's like you know i'm invisible to you all right fine but at the beginning of the song it's you know like we established before the boy is also invisible to the other girl so it's kind of all three options Mm-hmm. You know what makes this confusing? What? Everything. Is the two people <laughs> that wrote this song together. Yeah. That's what makes it confusing. I think that that's, that's a very valid point. However, that's not to say that not every every song that Taylor's written with a co-writer has been confusing. Well, However, no. Steve, Steve. Yes. Quite often in writing situations, here's the thing, is because we don't know what the you, you guys setup was between the two. Right. And... You know, Taylor and Robert Ellis or Oral, is that how you say it? Oral. Oral. Yeah. Uh, they were credited as the co-writers. Right. And it's like sometimes a co-writer could do anything from helping craft the story to a variety of other things. Helping refine the story, helping refine some of the lyrics, change a lyric here and there to make it flow better, help them with the music aspect of it. So... You, you know, know this, the, the this story thing... is most likely from the mind of Taylor. Right. I mean, 
it is, and this is to kind of go into our next point about why it was included as a bonus track and not on the main album. I kind of feel like it was, you know, it started out being like a concept that Taylor wrote, like even before she got a record deal, like back when she was like 13, 14, 15. Um, And then when she was given the the co-writer, it like they kind of combined ideas and they created the song, which was then put on the um, deluxe album. However, with that in mind, if you listen to earlier songs on Taylor Swift, you know, like, you know, her first single, Tim McGraw, or, you know, any earlier songs, you can hear musically a difference in her singing this song to that of, you know, songs that she sang earlier on Fearless, like 15 and um, You Belong to Me and Love Story. Musically, she sounds different. So it sounds more, musically when she sings it, it sounds more like a song that should have been on Fearless. But writing-wise, it's definitely, to me, it's a song that she started even before Taylor Swift came out, and then they finished it. I think that makes a lot of sense, Sammy. I think the story was crafted earlier, which is why I was sort of leaning towards the fact that the co-writer just helped refine it yeah. rather than help write it. Yeah. Um, you don't. You guys don't know where I was going with that. It was actually no. a kind of silliness. But anyways. Oh, okay. What was it? We all needed a silliness. Steve is never silly. Exactly. But here. So, for instance, Robert, he had his first top 40 with a song called I couldn't say no. And Taylor Uh obviously had a song that she wrote that should have said no. That's all. Well, Steve, is couldn't (laughs) say no about he cheated on someone and couldn't say no to the other person? Like, yeah. Is that what it's actually about? I I don't know. I I didn't look into it that much. I just thought it was funny that his first hit single that he ever was involved with was I could have said no. Well, how about say. that, Steve? You were going to say something silly, and it totally spun off spun into a, a conversation. conversation. Yeah. yeah. Is it the song that's by Mario, Steve? Uh, no, no. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. It looks like a duet. I, I, I'm reading from the Wikipedias here. So, Steve, Wikipedia is not a good academic resource. I understand that, but I fo- thought it was kind of interesting of he wrote a song that was kind of similar, but not the same to what Taylor. I think it's complete released. coincidence, to be honest. I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sammy, you kind of touched on this. So let's, uh, as a group, maybe kind of speculate and analyze. Why was it a bonus track and not on the primary album? Well, I already told my opinion. <laughs> well, that's why I said let's, as a group, now yeah, discuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have any thoughts that vary from Sammy's? I mean, Sammy, to sum up yours, you said you think it I, was it predated the album. I think it was written before Taylor Swift was even a thought. Taylor Swift as an album, not as a person. Um, <laughs> yes, but... Taylor wrote it before she was <laughs> even conceived. <laughs> I, I, That's how good she is. That's how invisible. I, she I really thought. don't think it is. I th- I think I think Sammy's wrong. Ooh. And the reason that she's wrong is because beautiful, beautiful eyes exist. What so about Taylor yeah, released the Beautiful Eyes EP same after year. her original Taylor Swift album. But it was the same year as this reissue that had the bonus track. I understand that. So why did she put this song on this album instead of the EP? It's a good question. 
Maybe it didn't fit with the theme of the EP. Yeah, I think right. I think that I mean Beautiful Eyes is very limited in in what's on it. There, you know, like t- the the reissue of Taylor Swift is almost the songs that are on it, and this happened with Fearless too. Are kind of songs going into the next album? Obviously, they're not you know repeat songs, but style wise, they're kind of songs going into the next album. Um, this is going to be a really awful question on my part because I should know the answer. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Which album was You Belong With Me on? Fearless. Okay. Which then backs up what <laughs> I'm trying to say, that it was going into the concept of Fearless because You Belong With Me is on there. It could be about the same relationship. We don't know. Um, right. But, you know, arguing that it is, it's kind of, it was too... I don't want to say too grown up for Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift as an album is, a, you know, Very generally young. speaking, is quite a grown up album for someone to release at 15 or 16. Um, but, you know, musically, if you listen to the recording of Invisible compared to earlier songs on Taylor Swift, musically, it sounds much more similar to how she's singing on Fearless than, you know, that of Tim McGraw or, you know, Should Have Said No or, you know what I'm saying? Like, her voice matured more compared to earlier songs on Taylor Swift. You know, here's the thing, too, is Taylor's always writing all the time. Like, it's not like, okay, time to sit down and do the next album. It's like she's constantly going, and then she picks and chooses what goes on Yeah, I mean, she could have, have hundreds or thousands so, of songs been written for each album. Right, so what I'm thinking is perhaps by this point, by 2008, when uh, this reissue happened and this song was released as a bonus track, perhaps she already had the concept and where she wanted to go with Fearless. She already had an idea of what song she wanted to include, and this wasn't really one of them, but she wanted to put it somewhere. But then that, that goes to argue why wouldn't she, if if this song was written more in a Fearless style, why wasn't it put on the Fearless bonus Maybe it was too similar to You Belong With Me, and she knew that You Belong With Me was more likely to be a hit, but she still wanted to share this song with us. She could have put it it on the Fearless um, uh, second release. But I almost feel that this song, I I really think that Invisible is really the same song as You Belong With Me. The big difference is she got Liz Rose involved. And said, hey, I like this song Invisible. I like where this is going. I just need to change this up a little bit. And then they worked their magic. And then, boom, they had probably Taylor's biggest hit of all. Yeah. I think that's a possibility. That makes sense. Because musically, it does sound, like like I said, voice maturity-wise, it does sound similar to recording of You Belong With Me compared to that of Tim McGraw. Sammy, when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. That would be really awkward, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for, making things <laughs> awkward. So is everyone ready to put on their director's hat, sit in the chair? For mm. some reason, I always find this uh, part of the show really, like, I don't know. I just feel really, like, nervous for this part. I, I, I don't know why. It's like we're being So, Diane, if you had to yeah. make Invisible into a music video, what I, would your vision be? I knew you were going to do that. Um, you shouldn't open your mouth then. I know. <laughs> um, like we talked about, just how this song is very, like, high school. So, I see this song, the video happening in a school 
I don't know, maybe like a girl at her desk alone and she sees So like the you belong with me video. Slash the tied together teardrops on my guitar video. Like that. I would say more along the lines of that. Like no football. Yeah. Nothing like that. Wait, Maya's here? Yeah, Maya. Hey, Maya. Maya came back for the director's chair. So, Diane, kind of playing off of yours, I I had a similar vision, same set at least, being in high school, but a little bit different direction. I would have gone with it. Okay, what is it? I almost feel like I see this uh, video being in black and white, and it would be sort of like Taylor is her character, and it's like she is there and present, but everything going on in school is happening around her. And nobody sees her? Yeah, and like nobody sees her. I, I'm That's trying cool. to describe it best I can so you can picture what's in my head right now. Almost like she's a but ghost. But it's invisible. Yeah, so it's like she's it. a ghost. Picture think think in terms of like a ghost. Yeah. Like her character's a ghost. You sort of see the male character trying to make with this girl. like try and flirt but like can't yeah. even bring himself to talk to her. That's kind of going on in the background where there's this ghost Taylor singing the song. Really cool. And she sort of walks through the halls and the action takes place around her as if she's not there, even though she is there. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you guys show enthusiasm. I thought it was cool. No, I do. Awesome. I'm thinking I have a really hard time with this because, I mean, I really Because you're like not a music video director? Well, yeah. That. <laughs> That's part of it. Um, and I do really like your concept, and, and I can kind of get on the, the bandwagon with that concept. Um, but for me, like, I don't know. Every idea I have for this video, all I see is You Belong With Me mixed with uh, Teardrops on My Guitar. I don't actually know that I can visualize a music video for this. I do like your idea, and I could I was like just I said, going to say something similar. Is like, I... My answer is kind of that I don't think this song should have a music video. Me neither. Why? It's funny you guys keep referring to I don't know. It's just not. I I don't know. Because it doesn't bring anything different. Also kind of, I mean, Adam's Adam's idea is is unique and creative, but it also kind of reminds me of the style similar to, like, how she did 15 because she was kind of invisible in 15 too you know what i'm saying like yeah like I she feel watched like, everything yeah i feel like every idea that you could come up with for this song taylor's already done for another song so it really doesn't make Fine. sense to have be uncreative it. then sammy no i'm i'm trying to back up my uncreativeness <laughs> steve do you have any ideas well, actually, first to their point, there actually is a music video. I'll send you guys the link so we can put it in the notes. But there's someone that actually took Teardrops on My Guitar and You Belong With Me and put it to the music of Invisible. Oh. So, Well, Steve, when you say there's a music video, that that's not an official video. No, it's just no, someone no, who it's, made it. Well, himself. it's official parts of a music video, but they're playing Invisible as the music that's being played throughout the video. Well, actually, it even cuts into back to December and a couple other ones too but you know it's 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 interesting so I'll send that to you guys to look at are I mean, you going to also cheat and be like oh yeah this is how I would picture the video look someone else already did it <laughs> no um i i i would just kind of go with that high school setting cuz that kind of seems to be the time frame and the, the feel of this particular song that's pretty much the only thing that I, I would really be able to say to it. Mm-hmm. But nothing nothing really fancy or anything like that. 
Steve's video is invisible. Yes, which is probably a good thing. But see, the thing is, no one wants to see it. (laughs) Like, there must be a way to take this story out of school, out of the context. Yeah, out of the context of the school. Okay, put it in a workplace. The workplace. Yeah, you can make it like an (laughs) office. You can make it a party. I mean, like, party could be interesting. A party could be interesting. That would be an interesting one. Taylor Taylor didn't, you know, opt to go to college, but she had a lot of friends that went to college. That could be kind of an interesting concept if you did it. I mean, obviously still in a school, but, you know, an older age group and, you know, having more party kind of things and things like that involved. I feel like it's still going to end up looking the same, but that could be interesting. Yeah, just a different setting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think... um, there were some good ideas. <laughs> Mainly Adams and everyone oh, else I have is an not idea. so much. Oh my gosh, Diane got one. <laughs> what if what if the guy is in love with a girl that he absolutely can't get, like someone famous? And then and then and then it could be like that. What, what do you mean? Sometimes people can get famous people. Yeah, but not And that also nobody. kind of starts going into like superstar kind of. Yeah, oh, That's yeah, there it. we go. That's just like <laughs> That just sounds like it could be creepy. Like. Right. <laughs> like the ghost is hitting on the guy and can't have the guy because she's a ghost. No, yeah, right. and it's right up there with together. throwing beer bottles at Taylor's house. Uh-huh. And then it becomes like that and Taylor's that... a ghost, but then also the guy she's in love with is in love with like Britney Spears and then right. they just go with that see what happens you know i, I mean wasn't really that the theme of like casper or <laughs> yeah or something like that adam i don't know <laughs> can we remake casper and just have invisible playing through the whole movie <laughs> sure let's go with that <laughs> no 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 one in our audience is gonna know what casper is oh, oh. come on sammy everyone knows who casper the friendly ghost is nobody's gonna know what casper is Yes, they will. If, Everyone knows who Casper is. Us and tell us who starred in Casper. I will follow. I don't know. What I'll Wait, do, you're gonna what? I don't know, but you'll be my best friend. I actually <laughs> you have tell me who Casper. stars in Casper. Okay, well then. So, Steve, if you had to rank this song on a scale of one to thirteen, what would you give it? Mm, I'd give it a seven. Seven's my lucky number. Well, that, there you go. That's pretty low, actually. That's like an F, D. No, it's not. That would be like oh, a, a one or two. I mean, it's a song. Really, this song was invisible to me because I have not listened to it for five years. Ooh. So. Hmm. Sammy? Um, I kind of agree with Steve. Like, I do really like this song, but... I don't listen to it that often, and, you know, there are other songs like it that Taylor's written that are even, I mean, I don't want to say better, but, you know. More um, refined. More refined. Um, I would probably give it, like, an eight, maybe, because at one point it was very prominent in my life, in what I listened to. Yeah, I'll probably give it, like, an eight. An eight? Uh, yeah. Maya's probably going to give it a zero. No, I'm not. Um, I think I would do like an eight as well. Um, it's always been one that sort of impressed me. Um, considering it was on the first album, I always felt like it just like musically and lyrically was kind of sort of ahead of a lot of the rest of the album. Um, but it was never like an enormous favorite. So, yeah, it's kind of in the middle. Okay, Diane. I'm gonna 
give it a higher ranking than you guys. I'm going to give it a 10 just because there was a time in my life when this song was one of my favorites. So I'm going to go with a 10. A 10? Yeah. 10. I'll go with like a 9.5 for me because like it's, I mean, like Steve said, I haven't listened to this song in so long because I, I kind of forgot it existed for a while. But now reading through it and really analyzing it, I see the complexities of the storyline, you know, how we're trying to figure out the definition of invisible in the story and what it means and who it applies to or what it applies to. And I think some of those characteristics definitely deserve to give it a bump up in ranking because it's still a well-written song. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us are hating on it. I think we all really like it. I just think it's... Steve yeah. hates it, but that's okay. No, Steve oh, doesn't no. hate it. No, seven's good. I had to go first anyhow, and everyone just usually builds on after that. Like, well, <laughs> that's true. He goes seven. If I go eight and nine, then people nine like me more. Right, <laughs> exactly. But okay, that's okay. Steve, you'll you'll go last uh, next time we do. That, it's all good. I, I'm I'll I'll stick my opinion out there. I mean, sure. Alrighty. Some people like it more. Thank you, Evan, again for requesting the song. Hope we did the discussion justice for you. Hope everybody else liked listening to us. Moving on with the episode, we have some mini segments that were submitted by you guys out there. And Diane's going to read us the first one. Uh, this first one comes from at Touch and Go Swift on Twitter. And they say, you know your Swifty when you name your, her- your hermit crab Swift. <laughs> Do you have a My- hermit crab, Diane? No, I don't. I've never My cat's name one. is Taylor Swift. But it's cool. I remember there was a time for a while that it was very popular thing in those mall kiosks to sell like hermit crabs with the shells painted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. That was very popular for I a while. I think we had one painted with the 13 on it. <gasps> we need to get that. It'll oh. be like the Taylor Top mascot. There you go. <laughs> well, what's, what's also cool is when you have the hermit crabs there, they're in their original shell, and then you get all the extra shells, and then they go and pick it. It's kind of like they're getting a new car or a new, <laughs> yeah, really new house. So it's kind of neat. <laughs> Thanks to you. No, that's yeah. <laughs> they're fun. They yeah, they're totally fun. And they eat like flies or something. What do they eat, Steve? Uh, hermit crab food? Bugs? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's usually what we bought ours. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. This next one comes from uh, Shreya via email. You know, you're Swifty when you're on a road trip and you see a truck that says Swift and you think it's Taylor. But you're disappointed to see it's just a moving truck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know how many times in my lifetime as a Swifty that I've been asked, does Taylor Swift own the Swift moving truck company? <laughs> I'm like, what? Go away. Leave me alone. Hey, Sammy, does Taylor own the Swift moving truck company? No. Uh... This next one comes from. <laughs> It, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, Sammy. Hang on, Sammy. I love your enthusiasm for reading, but I actually have a legitimate question. So, at all the concerts, we always see those Swift trucks outside the arena or stadium, right? Wait, the moving trucks? Or no, 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 no. The Taylor Swift's trucks. Okay, yeah. Like the ones with her picture on yeah, it yeah, for yeah. all her equipment right. and, and everything. Has anyone ever actually seen one out driving? Yes, we get tweets about it all the time. Really? And I never like. Well, people were like, on my way to the Taylor concert in blah, 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 and I see a Swift truck. And they send us pictures all the time. I've actually never seen one driving. And, tra- and it's kind of disappointing because I traveled a lot for Red Tour, and I, like, drove on buses, and I didn't see any. And I probably would have keeled over had I seen that. But I, I saw them pass the Washington Monument 
when they were leaving after the DC shows. That would have been a cool picture. Did that you was that it? was except it was dark. Oh. So yeah. pictures not not so good, but uh, yeah, DC was interesting because they were parked like really far away. So I remember when I drove past the trucks, like where they were parked, I like flipped out. But it was, it, yeah. But yes, point being, yes, people tweet us that all the time. Oh, I did see the craziest thing when, it, when it's come to those actual the the Swift transportation company trucks. There's actually another transportation company called Taylor. And oh I kid God, you not, this happened one so time. Different. Did they park next to each other? No, they were – the, the reason oh, I don't Oh, Ellen have, DeGeneres tweeted a picture of that a couple years ago, a Taylor truck it, next to a Swift truck, and it spelled out right, Taylor Swift. It, it, it actually did happen to me, not on my most recent trip to Nashville, but the time before. And if I was not obviously driving and being a responsible person, I would have totally <laughs> taken a picture. And it was like, oh, I wish I could take a picture of this because it's so cool. Sammy would have taken really the funny. picture. I yeah. totally would have. Sammy texts and drives. <laughs> and then she She's would a bad have example. tweeted it while she was driving, and then she would have texted it to all her friends while yeah. she was And driving. I would have written a novel with it. And <laughs> <laughs> but that's the ultimate goal, if you can ever run into that scenario. Because I see a lot of the Swift trucks, but there is a company called Taylor, and their trucks do drive around, too. So. And not Photoshop it. Right. That's cheating. Yeah. Um, okay, so this next one comes from Pierce via email. Hey, Taylor Talk, you know you're a Swifty when you create multiple accounts to vote multiple times a day for Taylor to win at the Teen Choice Awards. Don't tell. Oops. Oops. Just we just that. Sorry. <laughs> I definitely used to do that when I was little. I used to, like, have, like, three or four emails that I would just vote for. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Nice work. I love the enthusiasm, though, Pierce. Me definitely, too. Uh, Hopefully it works. Voting for Taylor. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay for um. president. <laughs> okay, um, next is from Becca underscore forever 13 on Twitter. Um, you know you're Swifty when you have 22 Taylor shirts, and instead of thinking how wrong it is, you just sing 22. 22! I'm jealous of that. I have a lot of Taylor stuff, but I definitely don't have 22 Taylor shirts. No, I mean, I have sale. like five. I don't think I have 22. Yeah, they're, they're on sale now. There is a huge sale on the website. Store.taylorswift.com. Everybody Bless go there. Sorry, guys. Yeah, the tour shirts are like $8. It's great. They're yeah, clearing the, them out. The do they have shirts are like seven? Do they have any shipping sales, though? I wonder no, because <laughs> shipping on that site is brutal. It's like yeah, but nine, if you $10, isn't it? Yeah, if you're ordering like 50 shirts instead of two, it kind of makes up for it. Or 22 shirts. Or 22 shirts. <laughs> well, perhaps hey. we should order a lot then and not pay for well, Let's just go order 50 shirts. Yeah. Or do like a group order with like a bunch of your friends and then split it. But I don't have any friends around me, so, you know, that doesn't really work. But if you do, do that. For sure. And to wrap it up, we got back-to-back from at Scotland underscore road on Twitter who says, You know you're Swifty. When you're at Starbucks and the barista writes on your cup, girl who went to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> wow, that's, awesome. that's cool. That's, that's cool that the barista cool. knows that. That's right. very cool. And Scotland underscore Road also said, you know you're Swifty when you actually can't wait until Monday because it means a new episode of Taylor Talk. I love, like, it warms my heart every time somebody says something like that. Me too, because I hate Monday. So yeah, exactly. It makes me happy that someone <laughs> yeah. is looking forward to it because of something that we do. Well, that's really why cool. we release on Mondays. Yeah. Monday's a beautiful day for releases. So thank you to everybody who sent those in. Keep them coming for next week. 
Next week, we're looking forward to more of your submissions of, you know, your Swifty when, if Swifties rule the world, one or the other, or both. We haven't gotten a Swifty rule the world in a really long time. I know, they kind of come and go in in, in waves. Like, they'll be, it's like one person will do it, and then everyone will be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that, and they'll send (laughs) theirs in too. Yeah. You know what I also haven't gotten? But what would Taylor do? It's (gasps) funny you said that. Somebody messaged us on Facebook today. Literally today. Why don't we use it? And is like, no, no, no. They, would you let me finish what I'm trying to oh, say? Okay, sure. They asked us, do you guys still do what would Taylor do? Oh, yes. Did you say yes? One. I explained that. You should have said no. <laughs> <laughs> I simply explained that we haven't done them in a while because people just sort of stopped submitting them. So if you're a new listener, you won't have heard that segment before because it's been a long time. But I definitely we used to have haven't a... done one. Ever. Sammy's never done one. It gives you an idea how long it's been. <laughs> um, but we had a segment called What Would Taylor Do? Where you guys would submit a bizarre scenario and ask the question, what would Taylor do? Like, oh man, the only one right. I can ever think of is the very first one we did on episode one, which was what would Taylor do if she collaborated with Rebecca Black on stage and uh, in the middle of the show, the crowd started throwing tomatoes at Rebecca Black. <laughs> apparently sammy wishes she had that one so they they don't all have to be that mean but just bizarre scenarios like don't be like what would taylor do on a saturday night with nothing to do like that would be a boring i think like before it actually happened we did like what would taylor do if the power went out at a concert yeah, we did have that and one. then it did actually happen. and then it happened at a show and then we got rid of the segment <laughs> yeah. yeah then we're like oh now we know I think what would Taylor do if there wasn't a fifth album? Uh, <laughs> live life like a normal human being. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, Diane's onto something. She would sit there and adopt more cats. Probably. Or create some sort of like cat farm with breeding and stuff. Ooh, Maybe like she that. would open up a cat cafe like they have in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. She would just like run a cat cafe. Really? <laughs> or like a cat hotel. She would be like one of those places that you could bring your cats like when you go on vacation. It's like a cat yeah. bed. <laughs> get on that taylor well thank you for that submission steve was it steve oh, yes what? it was steve actually yeah it was okay steve just making sure Taylor. when he didn't respond i was like wait did somebody else ask that and I got wrong. <laughs> but really everyone thank you for sending in those segments we got one more thing to say before we go what are swifties listening to wherever one of you out there gets to introduce us and your fellow listeners to new music however this one was not submitted by one of you guys it just happens to be something that is coming out june 23rd which is either today or yesterday or the day before the day before for us it's tomorrow for us it's tomorrow tomorrow. june 23rd ed sheeran's new album multiply is coming out I'm so excited. I'm actually yeah. not as excited. I as haven't you guys listened. To, I listened to like two of the songs. I have all of them from you know the pre-order, but I haven't listened to any of them yet. Oh my really? god, it's so good. They're so good. They're really it was good. Jeremy. So, I so I have a, is awesome. I have a silly Ed Sheeran question because I know that there's a lot of rumors of Taylor's fifth album and the name and everything else like that. But Ed's last album to this one was Plus with yeah. a plus mm-hmm. sign. Yep. And this one is X, and it's multiply. So yep. I'm assuming that he kind of does the whole math th- thing, so like equals or 
Oh my god, I know what your question's gonna be. Well, What's that kind of just pretty much is my question, this? or subtract, or what? What's? Yeah, people. I, I mean, it seems to be like the next one might be divide or, or power right. or minus. The, or, the, yeah, the power. Like, so, Steve, where where are you going? That's what, that's all I'm saying. Is it seems like multiply. it's some sort of math thing, you know? I don't but know. weren't you saying something about Taylor's next, or was well, this just? Well, I'm just saying speculation of what Ed's following albums may be. People That's already what? think it's going to be called Divide. Really? Um, but I don't like positive. which would be like a good name for a breakup album, but um Divide and Conquer. But then what yeah. happens after like if he Okay, so he does our plus multiply say Percentage, he does divide square and then, root. <laughs> like, there's lots of things out there. I think then he just moves on to something else. I don't know. Then he starts going the way of the uh Apple computers and starts I mean, using like, cats. Adele put out two albums and she like named them after her ages, but then she hasn't put out an album in a couple years. Like, who knows if he's even going to get that far? Even the age doesn't really end, but like, like the age is a good one. Yeah, I like the age actually. And then it just blows your mind, and you're like, oh my god, she released her first album when she was 19. (laughs) Like, yeah, hate on her for acting the same way as Taylor and say that she's married and has a baby, and Taylor acts like she's in middle school. What? Oh yeah, I've heard that before. No, but like Adele actually is older, so she's only a year older though. She's still older, though. <laughs> people are like, Taylor and Adele are the same age. I'm like, no, they're yeah. not. <laughs> they're really not. Adam, I have one other thing I want to throw out before we get to our little final piece there. Of course, Steve. Um, so I was down in Nashville, as you know, a couple weeks ago. And I did actually meet a longtime Taylor Talk listener. So I oh, promised really? that I would give him a shout out. So I met Carl when I was Hi, over Carl. looking at the Taylor stuff. And he's been a listener since... The very beginning, or at least very close to that. So, shout out to Carl. Oh, geez, that's when we were rookies and really sucked at doing this. Well, uh, he he knows (laughs) that we're doing good now. He's a trooper. So, hi, Carl. Hey. What's up, buddy? Thanks for caring about us for so long. Thanks for putting up with our shenanigans (laughs) and our antics. Carl remembers what would Taylor do. I'm sure he does. Awesome. So thank you for listening, Carl, and thank you to everybody who has stuck with us in the long term. It, it actually blows my mind sometimes uh, when people are like, I've been listening since, like, episode two or three or four, like, in that And range. even the new people, we can't forget about them. We love new people, too. We know of newbies. We're like Sammy. For those who yes, yeah, totally me. I don't think I've ever listened to one episode. <laughs> I was more referring to that you're newer to the panel than uh, the rest <laughs> of us, but... Um, Way to out yourself on that. Right. Out and proud. (laughs) Well then. So remember, guys, if you want to submit to any of the segments, just give us general feedback. Whatever you want to do, any way you want to contact us, remember all the different ways you can do so. You can email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us, taylorconnectus, or ask us a question on AskFM. All of those are to the username taylortalk13. You can leave us a voicemail or text message to area code 240-31-SWIFT, or you can leave us a voicemail directly on the website, taylortalk.org. There's a button on the side that says send a voicemail. Just click that and leave your voicemail there. Uh, Try your best to speak clearly. It really, I'm like, ah, sometimes when uh, some of them come through and you can't really understand it because I would love to use every single voicemail we get, but... uh, we can't understand you. I don't know what you're saying, so we can't respond. 
That's just the truth of it. So go leave us a voicemail. It'll be a lot of fun. But for now, it's time to say goodbye for episode 139. We're going to close it out today. I'm going to say bye. Everyone else is going to say bye. I am Adam. Maya. I'm Diane. Sammy. And Steve. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 See ya. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.